Good morning. How is everyone? Pretty good. Me too. How are you? Quite well, thank you. Well, let's jump right in then. Current developments. Heckenstein, why don't you get us started? Sure thing. So, I got started working on the wizard. As we all noticed. <laughs> and I'm making decent progress porting our old system to the new engine. My main focus for now has been loading maps. And I briefly mentioned this to you last time. I found a plugin by Sean Barton called Tile to Unity, which makes just the process of getting the maps from the editor to the engine fairly simple. Mm, that's good. I do have some concerns though whether or not this is the best approach for us. No? How so? Well, what the plugin does is convert each layer into a single mesh. This should yield better performance than layering single sprites on top of each other for each tile in the grid. But if we consider a randomized endless mode where levels have to be generated during runtime, it raises the question of how we will go about achieving this, as we shouldn't have two different systems for loading and managing levels. I see. Perhaps a similar approach in that you generate the layout and then render the layers to a single mesh as the plugin does. So the input is procedural, but the conversion and usage the same. Yes, I thought about that, but I still need to have a closer look into it. My concern is that it might be more resource intensive and create longer loading times than to simply cull invisible sprites and display the rest individually. I'll have to run tests and see which approach is better suited. Yes, that'd be good. I'm also wondering if you have everything reduced to a single mesh, how would this work with collectible or destructible objects? Yeah, that is indeed another issue. I haven't looked into it too closely yet, but off the top of my head I believe I'd have to move all of these objects to a dedicated layer, which I will then discard on import and convert each tile to its own game object. I see. And how will you generate the walk maps? I assume with the layer meshes you won't have info on whether or not a tile contains, for example, a wall sprite or not. Hmm. There is a way, actually. Similar to what we did last time, I will need to assign tile values for each sprite in a tile set. Afterwards, I can simply have tile create a config layer, which will also be imported as a collection of game objects, and which I would then have to parse and convert into a walk map. Alright. Sounds like there's quite a bit of work to be done before the maps are not just loaded, but usable. I suggest you take some time to consider all use cases and everything we need before committing to one approach. If the plugin saves you time getting the level displayed, but slows you down on everything else, investing time in a custom importer might prove to be a more efficient solution. Yes, I'll check it out. Great. Anything else? Oh, yes. We have some issues with the iOS version of Prime Division. What's going on? Google has discontinued their Play Games service support for Apple users. We use this for high scores, achievements and cloud backups. It even seems that iOS users have been unable to create Google Play accounts since December, though due to the low numbers of players on iOS, nobody seems to have noticed so far. Oh, that's not good. What's the solution? I believe from a strictly budgetary perspective we should kill iOS support completely. However, I do believe that making the effort to implement Apple's Game Center wouldn't be for naught, as we could use the same code for future projects. Uh, hold on. Bob? What's the sales figures for Prime on iOS? Are you serious? That's abysmal. No, sorry. There's no way. It's dead in the water. We're not gonna sink any more time into that. 
the wizard is your sole priority now. Wait, wait, hear me out. I really do believe that it's best to figure out the details of working with the App Store now. We will release the wizard for a variety of platforms and having a working knowledge of how to approach it for mobile lets us work out the kinks now and ensure a smooth release then. I don't know. Also, I still hold out hope that it might pick up if we inject some life into it with some changes in the proper marketing campaign. What do you suggest? For one, I think we priced it too high. Too high? Three bucks to get rid of ads seems more than reasonable to me already. But the up market is peculiar in that regard. There's been a race toward cheaper and cheaper prices for a very long time. Three bucks on mobile basically equals thirty dollars on PC. So you want to lower it to what? One dollar. One dollar? <laughs> Why don't we just give it away for free? Well, we kinda already are. So, there's less incentive to buy an ad-free version anyway. I think $1 would be an attractive price for mobile users to get rid of annoying ad breaks. Never. But we don't have sales anyway. No way in hell. It has strong potential for more money than we make now. Alright, fine. <clears throat> there would also be a new development which we could announce and garner some attention for again. And that's the marketing campaign you had in mind. It's a possible angle, but... I was also going to ask Tammy if she had any ideas on how we could promote Prime Division. Oh, uh, well, let me think about it. Alright. But how about you tell us what you did these past two weeks first? Sure. I took care of the merchandise and shop for the website. We are now partnered with Spreadshirt, where you can get t-shirts, hoodies, handbags and cups with Sven's eyes and the Prime Division logo on it. It's not integrated into the website yet because I thought it'd be best if we launch it with a proper announcement. Proper how? An announcement video, similar to your birthday retrospective. Twitter, Facebook and blog posts are all well and good, but I think it's worth making it as big and noticeable as possible. Agreed. The video itself doesn't even have to be spectacular. Just a few brief sentences on a new shop, showing off some of the merch, stuff like that. We should perhaps also mention the podcast and make it basically a quick update on new developments. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. What else? Well, speaking of the podcast, the website is done and ready and available at insight.hypnoticall.com. The newsletter is now also linked on the website, which we'll use to keep people informed about new developments as well. Great, I like it. Uh, is that all for now? Yep, that's it. Okay, then let's move on to item 3, next steps. Hackenstein? Well, as we discussed, I'll have to do a few test runs on what approach concerning the loading and managing of levels works best for our purposes before getting into input and character movement that works for both mobile and PC. Um, that reminds me. Have you checked out the green light situation yet? Oh, right. Yes, I have. And? Green light is basically dead now and has been replaced by Steam Direct, which, if I'm not mistaken, actually just went live today. Now, instead of paying a one-time fee of $100 before submitting any number of games to Greenlight and having a community vote on them, we'll have to pay $100 per submission which will be refunded as soon as the sales surpass $1,000. Hmm, that's not too bad. Is there still a voting process, or are you more or less paying to get on the platform? I believe that Steam will take any submission as long as it passes a basic inspection. Alright, that seems simple enough. Yeah, we should be able to bring the wizard to Steam without problems. Hmm, good. And other than that, I'll implement Game Center for Prime Division and 
yeah, as we said, we should reduce the price to $1 and think about a new promotional strategy for the game. Right, I'll talk to Bob. Tommy? I will script and shoot the shop announcement video and we'll whip up some ideas for a Prime Division promotion. Wonderful. So, last but not least, item 4, new project proposals. I can start. Yes, I have a great new idea for a project. It's called Weave Hero, a fun little mobile game in which you craft beautiful, intricate carpets for your customers. The way it works is, after you receive an order, strings of wool float past the screen and you weave the pattern by tapping the right strings at the right time. The closer you get to the right point and moment, the better the quality of the carpet and the more money you will receive. So it's kind of a dexterity or rhythm game? I guess so, yes. And the more skilled you get, the more complex and intricate carpets you'll be able to weave. So it's kind of like Guitar Hero, but instead of playing a song, you're crafting a carpet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're not doing that. Alright, great meeting everyone. I'll see you all again in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Everything back to normal, huh? Always is. I'll see you later. Yeah, bye!